Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Um basketball sucks. Seriously. It's the worst wow. game ever invented. Um, but when it was invented, the first basketball game ever played was really, really cool, and we should have stuck with that formula. Uh, Don, we're going to talk sports here just briefly, just so I can talk about how much basketball sucks. It was invented by some jerk named Naismith, John Hellman, Naismith. Correct. And um, I discovered, I, I guess I knew that, and I knew it had something to do with peach baskets and blah, blah, boring, blah, blah, blah. And I've become addicted to these history um, YouTube pages. And w- and one of these history things I'm addicted to, they've been playing old interviews with guys from the 30s talking about life in the 1800s, right? Mm-hmm. And so after ignoring this one clip for m- weeks, I finally clicked on it, and it was an interview with the jerk that invented basketball. <laughs> And Dawn, I was so <laughs> delighted. So we're gonna play that audio so you can you can figure out why I was so delighted. Okay, go, good. go ahead, Ross. Tanker Coffee has brought him here tonight all the way from Lawrence, Kansas. <clears throat> Dr. James A. Naismith, the inventor of basketball. Dr. Naismith, how did you happen to invent basketball? <laughs> well, Mr. Heater, in the winter of eighteen ninety one, when I was physical instructor at Springfield College in Massachusetts. We had a real New England blizzard. For days, the students couldn't go outdoors, so they began roughhousing in the halls. We tried everything to keep them quiet. We tried playing a modified form of football in the gymnasium, but they got bored with that. Something had to be done. One day, I had an idea. I called the boys to the gym, divided them up into teams of nine, and gave them an old soccer ball. I showed them two peach baskets I'd nailed up at each end of the gym. I told them the idea was to throw the ball into the opposing team's peach basket. I blew a whistle, and the first game of basketball began. And uh, what rules did you have for your new games, Dr. Naismith? Well, I didn't have enough, and that's where I made my big mistake. 
Uh-huh. The boys began tackling, kicking and punching in the clinches. <laughs> they ended up in a free-for-all in the middle of the gym floor. Before I could pull them apart, one boy was knocked out, several of them had black eyes, and one had a dislocated shoulder. It certainly was murder. Well, after that first match, I was afraid they'd kill each other. But they kept nagging me to let them play again. Mm-hmm. So I made up some more rules. Yeah. The most important one was that there should be no running with the ball. That stopped tackling and slugging. We tried out the game with those rules, and we didn't have one casualty. We had a fine, clean sport. And so ended uh, my interest. Later, you can kill that. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and they they what interviewed year was that him. From? Huh? What year was that from? Ross, does it say? 1939. Okay. And it was in front of some big basketball game. What we played in New York between somebody and somebody. And I just don't, I just don't enjoy basketball. I think it's a stupid sport. Um, and one of the rules he made up there on day two, ironically enough, they barely enforced that rule. Um, traveling. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons I hate basketball. Yeah, and the, it's, and the it doesn't apply shot. to some people. Yeah, yeah, some people it doesn't apply to. But think about how popular it would be if Charles Barkley could have punched Michael <laughs> Jordan right in the face. <laughs> oh, my God, that would have been so good. Or uh, who's the angry guy from Boston? Uh, uh, Larry Larry Bird. Oh. Larry Bird. Yeah. yeah, and he did actually fight a lot. Yeah. The, the 80s were full of fights, Ken. You should have liked basketball in the 80s. I, I actually had a chance in the 90s when I was working at the fan where I did get to go to a lot of basketball games. So I saw a lot of the greats in the 90s, uh, but I never did witness a fight. And, and that is absolutely what's missing from basketball <laughs> right now, fights. And baseball for that matter, too, although I do enjoy baseball. But uh, there is nothing better than a bench-clearing brawl in baseball where these sissies slap fight each other to death. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. Anyway, that's Kenny, all I, I have. The, I have a feeling you really don't like these sports at all. You just want to see people fighting. fighting. I was that's, oh. Johnny, you took the words right out of my mouth. I, I love hockey fights. They're just the greatest. It's just the greatest ever. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, when our guy makes my point, <laughs> when uh, Flurry, uh, there was some kind of big brawl on the ice, and Flurry skated down to the other goaltender, and he wanted to go, and the goaltender for whoever the hell we were playing wanted to go too, mm-hmm. but the refs stepped between them. Yeah, but the best part of that was the audio. Yeah, we, we, you saw the audio the next day. Yeah, Flurry yeah. <laughs> went to get his helmet. Which, I hate it when my hair's like this. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh no, John, you were a cheerleader, right, for a while. Uh, just high school, yeah. Yeah, what what sport? Uh, well, it was a small school, so all all of them. All of them. Oh, all yeah. of them. But I hated cheering for basketball because you're always in danger of being, you know, run into, and then your legs are up in the air in the stands. <laughs> I mean, that literally happened to me once, where it's like I got tackled, and then I'm like upside down with this sweaty guy on top of me in the stands. I'm like, ah, you know, you get a concussion and like, you're always like trying to jump out of the way because they go out of bounds. And you know, if you don't have a huge gym. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't, I loved football, cheering for football the best, but I went to a lot of games when I worked for Gatorade, you know, and then for a small period of time after Gatorade ended, I was, I got hired 
Uh, for the Dallas Mavericks, you know, those hype teams where they come out and, you know, hype up the crowd and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they, sure. they go to appearances, not the cheerleaders, but people that like do the games and all kinds of stuff like that. I manage them. So did we just learn another job of Don McLean? <laughs> I, think I think so. I think we did. <laughs> did you ever have any designs or intent to be a professional cheerleader? No, no, I wasn't. I didn't do gymnastics growing up, uh, and you kind of have to be a gymnast as well if you yeah. want to go far. Or even into college cheerleading, you got you have to be a gymnast. Don, I think you would have just crushed as a professional wrestler. You would be so oh, great. So, yeah. You'd be, you on the mic would just be, oh, you'd be the best. Yeah. You'd be so good at it. I just need to take some steroids. The best part of professional wrestling grappling is the interviews. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less about the action uh, in the on, in the ring. It's the interviews. Yeah, That's definitely. what makes it so good. Uh, so for basketball, you had the short, short skirts and the bloomers. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And yeah, cheerleading too. Bloomers. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's, well, that's what they called them, John. Bloomers, right? I, I know. Yeah. yeah. We call them greenies because greenies. they were green. Yeah. Oh. Oh. But and they then they had a little us. Irish yeah. on the butt. Oh, they, they did. The Fighting Irish after Notre Dame. It's the same logo and everything because I went to a Catholic school. But they prevented, you know, the rest of us from. Seeing the promised land. <laughs> yeah, no, those are like like a 1950s bathing suit underneath there. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. modest. Even yeah. though you feel like, ooh, look, under her skirt, it's like, go to the yeah. beach. You're yeah. going to see There's a lot no, more, you know, there. even yeah. in the 50s. Hey, you know. hey, when you're a high school kid, Don, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's all you can yeah. Yeah, I mean, when your main source of entertainment is the Sears catalog, you know. (laughs) That's, uh, uh, so I want to do a quick update here on uh, the two groups of people we're following. First, the three old guys. Uh, As of April 4th, they had stopped after what looks like the uh, Richardson Mountains. They had some difficulty getting over uh, the top of one of the mountains, and they stumbled into a local uh, one of the um, native—we don't call them Native Americans. What are they called? First Nation, First Nation people, yeah. um, who was out on his sled, out in the middle of nowhere on a mountain, looking for some friends that he was supposed to guide over the pass. And he stumbled into these guys, and he literally saved their bacon and brought them uh, to safety. Um, and, and it's been kind of the story that's played out again and again for these guys. They've now. Got about 4,000, 4,500, up to 5,000 miles so far. And they are on the final run. But time and time again, uh, the First Nations, I, I just call them the locals, have saved their bacon. And it's been pretty cool. It's really fascinating. And I think without these First Nation people, they, I don't think they would have made it, to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, but right now they're waiting so, for some parts to be uh, airlifted in. They burned out some clutches and stuff like that. So they're getting them delivered. And then it's only going to be a matter of two days or more, and they will be at their destination in uh, Alaska. It's Fairbanks, right? I think it is. Yes. Looks like it. Yeah. yeah. From their Facebook page. Yeah. So their trip is almost over. And I'm a little raw that um, the, the people, their support people back in the States here have granted interviews to virtually everybody else but us. Uh, including a sports uh, outdoor writer here for the Star Tribune. So that kind of bugs me, but I'm just going to swallow my pride and <laughs> not call them what I want to call them. No, boy. Uh, the other one is our badass buddy Bridget, Bridget McCutcheon, yeah. who yesterday got on a plane in South America and flew to Spain. And she is now in Spain, probably 
sleeping off her jet lag, and I don't know when her motorcycle arrives, if it's there already or if she has to wait for it. Um, but that's a pretty big milestone for Bridget. Yes. She's, yeah. Yeah. She Fantastic. made it. She, yeah, yes. hit her goals in South America. And, uh, so now she's on to Spain and now it should get really, really interesting. <sighs> and this I is the part that makes me the most nervous. Yeah. Absolutely. She should be fine in Spain. Yeah. Um, but and through Europe. It's just yeah. like, let's, when we start getting into Iran, right. that's where I'm like, yeah. Mm. right. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep your helmet on, Bridget. Yeah, maybe that'll sure. maybe that'll help. But stopping it, you know, the rules there are just whatever they want to do, right? Like Ran- if they don't want you to enforced. go forward, right. then they'll be like, no. Right. And is she going to have enough bribe money with? It was always my hope we would build up so much media behind this that if you were in Russian government and Iranian government or any adversarial governments. You would say there's too much attention on this to mess with. Uh, well, you'd have to get in but, touch with the local motorcycle clubs. I'm sure they're everywhere around the world. That's what would make a difference. Absolutely. Is to say, let her through. We're a bunch of yeah. We're supporting Russian. This. You know, we're a bunch of Russian, Russian motorcyclists. motorcyclists. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing that anymore right now, but um, she needs the badass version though. The, is there a Hell's Angels chapter in uh, Iran? I think they're called Putin's Angels. Oh, um, no, they wouldn't In be Iran. for they wouldn't be for any sort of government. That's for sure. Um, but I've known some angels, and they've been really, really helpful. Absolutely. Uh, and actually, during the riots in Minneapolis, they were extremely helpful in um, protecting a few buildings in South Minneapolis. It was pretty cool because uh, no matter how angry you are or what side of the political aisle you're on. You don't mess with an angel. No, you, you go, you just um, don't. Hmm. yeah, okay. <laughs> those yeah. guys are, I remember those guys yeah, from the yeah. 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, they take care of business, and I don't want to be the business they take care no. of. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so um, we've got those two updates out of the way. Uh, and then I've got a little bit of a fun topic um, that we can talk about uh, here coming up in the next few minutes. We'll be back, back, back in a minute, back, back, back. Don't forget it. Don't you go away. You just stay right there. Don't you go away. You just stay right there. We'll be back. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, 
Okay, instead of keeping secrets from um, listeners, Ross, try to explain to the listeners what you explained to us beforehand regarding the break. Some people may hear breaks, some people may not, correct? Yeah, correct. The way um, national advertising works in 90 plus percent of podcasts are you serve people based on impressions, where they're at, how many impressions yeah, okay. companies are All buying, right. yada, right. yada, yada, yada. Right. 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 So you I have just, to take a fake break. Yeah, so we just want to make it clear. Some of you may have heard something. Some of you may have not. Um, but everybody heard John singing. I was going to say, so if we didn't take a break, I just sound like a dork. Yeah, <laughs> they'll know. They'll know they're getting a, they, they have a premium membership. They're like, yeah, I didn't have to listen to that. That was that was the first time I've smiled all day. Uh, hopefully, it's the last too. Um, I love that, Kenny. You asked me to do something you knew I couldn't possibly explain, just so you could tell me to shut up. Shut up, Ross. Um, John, did you have a nickname in high school? Um, no, I don't think so. A uh, skinny mini. Skinny mini. Yeah. Would you be offended if I called you a puke? And from now on, instead of calling you McLean, no, I just whatever. referred to you as puke. Hey, puke. I'm fine with it. Oh. Let me explain. Okay. Uh, e- email from Bert. I'm reading a book called Made in America by Bill Bryson. It's about various aspects of American English. Part of the book covers place names and the author touches on state nicknames. He points out for a number of years in the 19th century, Dawn's dirty old Missouri was widely known <laughs> as the Puke State. <laughs> what? Okay. What? Okay. Mr. Mr. Bryson does not cite a reference, but I'm sure he did his homework. I don't know why it was called the Puke State. I don't wish to hop down that bunny trail. Now we know it as the Show Me State. Uh, and he wants to know, Dawn, is that because our friends in Missouri are dim-witted or need to be shown or is it their innate skepticism that causes them to say show me why the show me state for dirty old missouri do you Mm, know well it had to do with buying land uh the people that settled there there had been this controversy where where people were going out west and they were promised land and then they got there and it didn't exist so the people in missouri were like show me the land and then i'll pay okay so that's the no bs man that, that you don't want to get sense. swindled. Right. Um, and then, of course, I had to look up the puke state, Missouri, the puke state. I don't state. know why it's the puke state, though. Put it in the Google. It had been observed that in the lower lead mines in Missouri, they had sent up to a Galena country. Galena. Whole, mm-hmm. Yeah, whole hordes of uncouth ruffians <laughs> from which it was inferred that Missouri had taken a puke and it had vomited forth the upper lead mines. Um, wow. Whatever that means. It has to do with uh, mining, evidently. Okay. So that got me thinking about all the nicknames of states across the, um, America. Can you name some of the, like, what's Minnesota's nickname? Me? Are you saying just me? Uh, oh, no, everybody. Oh, Minnesota. I don't know a nickname. All I Hunker know is down. the slogan. <laughs> yeah. The, the North Star State. Yeah, or the Gopher State, right? Gopher State. Um, What's the official name? Lakes. Um, <laughs> Land of 10,000 Lakes. That's yeah, that's, right. yeah, that's what I would have said, but I know that that's not right. So then hmm. I started I started going through <laughs> these state names, and I thought maybe we should maybe assign our own nicknames to them, like Alabama's could be called Alabama the Beautiful, or I don't know about this one, Cotton Plantation State, the Cotton State, the Lizard State, Sweet Home Alabama, Yellowhammer State. 
What do you think of when you think Alabama? Mm, super wow. hot. Like, it's very... Hot as F. Hot yeah. AF yeah, state. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hot AF state. Uh, Alaska, the midnight mm. sun, the land of the noonday moon, the last frontier. Last um, frontier. Yeah, last frontier. Well, what should it be? Last frontier. You like yeah. that? Yeah. Where everybody goes to hide from the government. Oh, yeah. Criminals galore. Uh, yeah, I would think, yeah, anything goes. The anything goes state, uh, Oh, right? anything goes. Yeah. Anything like goes, yeah. Mm. Uh, the women are what? It's like 10 to 1, men to women. Oh, really? Is it really? It's something like that. So if oh. you want to find a man, go to Alaska. Just be sure to run a background check. <laughs> Don, what state is 10 to 1 women to men? That's where I need to go. The state of euphoria. <laughs> Arizona, the Grand Canyon state. I can't come up with anything for Arizona. No, that's perfect, yeah. Uh, Arkansas. Mm. Bear state? Where the hell do they get that? They're bear. No Are they referring to gentlemen? Yeah. Uh, bear. Oh. The, that's what they're referring to. So I have permission. I have permission to make fun of Arkansas because that's what Missouri people do. Like you know how you guys make fun of Wisconsin. <laughs> sure. sure. I have people in Arkansas, okay, so we yeah. can absolutely yeah, make fun really, of them. Yeah, it's really you can really tell when you cross over the border into Arkansas. <laughs> is it, is it so the, the dental work or what is it? It is. It's just. Um, they just don't have a great school system. Um, it's a very poor state. Um, yeah, a lot of shacks. Like seriously, you'll be like, "What? People live in there? What?" Yeah, yeah shanty shacks. towns. It's just like real hillbilly. The first time I ever drove through Arkansas, and I'd been, you know, up here all my life, Minnesota, North Dakota, and I started seeing all these little, I guess they were houses, yeah. almost built into the 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 cliffs and the mountains, and mm -hmm. they looked like it looked like it was eighteen fifty. Yes, That's what it looked like. Yes, and a lot of crap in people's yards. You're like, uh -huh. I know you've got this little tiny house, but anybody can pick up <laughs> crap in their yard. Don't make it like a mini junkyard. Like, have some self worth, Arkansas. <laughs> there goes See, that there I go. person. Yeah, yeah. California, El Dorado oh, State, the how, Golden State, oh. the Left Coast. They're just a bunch of commies. Leave That's if what you I... can. That's what I would say. Okay. <laughs> get out uh, now. Get out now. Get, get out, out now. State. Run like hell, state. Um, we've on GL this week for uh, one reason alone. We've been talking about West Virginia. What's the name of that family, John? Do you remember? These, the these... wonderful whites the of West Virginia. The Whitakers. Do you know about the Whitakers in West Virginia, uh, Don? Mm. It, it's a it's a YouTube documentary, and there's a family known as the Whitakers, and they've been inbreeding since the beginning of time. Right. And they they crawl around on all fours what? And, and communicate in barks. Um, I need to watch this immediately. I gotta go, you guys. I gotta go. Whitaker family in the YouTube. In YouTube? Oh my yep. gosh. Yeah. Well, have you ever like not to? I'm definitely interested in that. But um, have you seen the the Wonderful whites of West Virginia or something. It's it's like a Hatfield and McCoy situation. Oh, and really? They are, You're they are. I mean, they're criminals. They're like they have a history of being criminals for a long time, and everybody ends up going to jail. And it's just, it's insane <laughs> meth and just like the crappiest, just did you trashiest. know? West Virginia was part of the Union during the Civil War. I'm surprised we allowed them really? in. 
Yeah, oh they opted gosh. to go with the union, and that's why they separated from uh, Virginia, evidently. Okay. Um, but have you ever been to West Virginia? Uh, no, abs- uh, I've driven through. It's absolutely gorgeous, but never, ever, ever, for any reason, get off the freeway. Because <laughs> you're immediately thrown into just the worst hillbilly, backward, backwoods, swamp water scary situation um we decided one time we were going through just to pull off the freeway and go for a little drive through some mountains i think we made it about three miles off the freeway and it was panic u-turn and a high speed run back to the freeway so if you ever go through west virginia make sure you have like two five gallon cans of gas in the trunk yeah so so you uh, you just pull into a rest area fill yourself up Keep going. Just oh my don't gosh. even get off the freeway in West Virginia. Oh, I'm looking at this. I, I'm just... Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm just looking at what I see here from... What do you think... The pictures. It's what do you definitely th- in... Like, they, they're legitimately inbred. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for generations and generations. There's a family tree. There's like a chart. It says the inbred family tree explained. <laughs> and they're all moms and sisters yeah. and oh, cousins and brothers and your dad yeah. is your brother is oh, your cousin. God help us. And they all and we had some audio and they all bark. They they yip and they crawl around on all fours. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I have no. I do not have the courage to watch that. No, I don't either. Oh, I really? Yeah, no, I don't think I can I'm gonna get watch through it. it more than once probably. And, and I, I thought <laughs> I don't it would know be why. I thought it would be a great idea for a reality show, but I, I t- truth be told I can't watch that. I can't Have you ever watched the show Moonshiners? Yes. I can't even get through that. Oh no! No, that's it. And those those situations in the moonshiners, I think, are set up by producers. Um, so they're oh, probably sure. yeah, they're probably not as illegal as they make us want to believe. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even get through that. Anybody that wears bib overalls with no shirt underneath, mm. uh, I check out. I'm just out. Yeah, doesn't that like <laughs> chafe your nipples? You would think. Um, you know, and uh, although I didn't see anybody doing it, the, the 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 secret for that is putting duct tape on your nipples. Oh, for God's sake! But the problem is, Dawn, as a guy, you desperately don't want to wear a shirt. I just can't wear a shirt. Yeah. Vaseline too is what I'm told. Yeah, Vaseline. Um, Vaseline. but the problem with that mm. is, if you're a guy, your nipples are hairy. So yeah. before you put on the duct tape, you've got to shave your nips. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Seems Please like a lot of work deliver here. Us, deliver us from this. God. Now, if, if aliens abducted you, though, and gave you new nips, are they more or less hairy? Do we know? Oh. We should check in on that guy, see how he's doing. I, uh, I must confess, uh, in the late 70s, I may have worn bibs on occasion without a shirt underneath, but never outside. You know what I mean? Right, I would just for the ladies my, inside. I, well, no, I would get up in the morning and I'd, they'd be sitting by the bed because yeah. I wore them the night before with a shirt on underneath. Yeah, and just threw them on. But mm. I, no, I, the, I, I have a half a dozen pair and I wear them all the time. But I always wear. See, see you wear them. You wear them to work, though, Kenny. I mean, to do stuff around the house. I wore them because I thought they were 
hip in oh, the you were one of those people. No, I, I yeah, like I was. Yeah, no. <laughs> Along uh, with my bad haircut. <laughs> I, I like the, the country boy, uh, the good old boy looks. And plus, you don't have to worry about pulling up your pants all the time. They're just always pulled up. Yeah, there it's you awesome. go. Very, very yeah. comfortable. Yep. Uh, but have you ever had chafe nipples? It is seriously <laughs> painful, and you can't stop thinking about it. Uh, for a while, for, so for a while, I'm, I was racing dirt bikes and Duro's in the woods. It's like 100 miles through the woods. And you're wearing these really light nylon shirt things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, your nipples are bleeding. And <gasps> it seriously hurts like Ooh. hell. What? Yeah. With a and nylon shirt? You yeah. think those that really, would be like those, a slick. Those light jersey type things. Okay. Yeah. 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 And that's where I learned the taping trip. But first, you got to get out the razor and, you know. This is, well. Yeah. What about a big old Band-Aid? You know, one of right. those. Right. That would work. Yeah. yeah. That'd be better. But duct tape, duct tape is, you know, duct tape is available everywhere. We all have it. I've got duct tape on my nips right now. No, you don't. <laughs> Want to see? <laughs> Prove it. Okay, so back to states. Um, what do you think the most pompous state in the union is? It's got to be East Coast, oh, right? Oh, like Texas. New, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, oh, something you think like that. Texas. Oh, Just because I live there. It's don't so mess with Texas. They think that they are so great. Let me tell you, every single person is like, well, here in Texas, yeah. you know, and they're like, we're going to secede from the union at any time. It's in our constitution. <laughs> we, we'll just break away and be our own country. It's like, great. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone would appreciate that, actually. God's so. going to get emails. <laughs> they all such an Empty threat at this Come point, at me, bro. <laughs> Come on, you rednecks. <laughs> they only have one. They only have one official nickname, the Lone Star State. So well, what should they? Yeah, because they're just the. They think of themselves as just the Lone Star. Here we are. <laughs> so so what should we call them? What should their nickname be? Oh God. Jackass State. Oh, I don't know. Um, Jackass State. Um, to. Too soon to make a Kennedy assassination joke? No, it's oh, never God. too soon. Oh, God. We this, killed the this, president? The state that the, kills the, presidents? The president yeah. killers. Yeah. Good job, Texas. The Texas Way to go. Book depository. Yeah. The book depository state. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three shots oh. in your dead state. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Texas, where we deposit more than books. <laughs> Both of my sisters live in Austin, Texas. And I have to say, I I had fun. In, oh, That's but, a different place. Austin is its own little thing. Charles Whitman, Austin, Texas, yeah, right? That was his true. name, right? Whitman? Yeah, Whitman. From, yep. from the, uh, was it Texas A&M? No, uh, it was a college. It's the college in Austin mm-hmm. from yeah. the tower. And he just started picking them off. Oh, so that's, that's, that's right. Baylor, right? Waco? Wasn't that? No, no, uh, Waco no it was, was Austin. But you're right. Waco is famous for the Davidians, Branch Davidians. Yeah. Uh, weird stuff in Texas. Oh, is it SMU maybe? What? Nut, no, nut with that's a gun. A, that's a nut. It's got to be nut with a gun state. Yeah. Um, yeah. We nuts will shoot with you. guns. Yeah. <laughs> he was at nuts. the University of Texas at Austin. Yeah, I'm an, I'm an idiot. I just as you said that, I'm like, well, wait a second. The University of Texas is in Austin, so that's what it has to be. See, when I asked that question, Don, I figured it was going to be somewhere on the East Coast because they're so educated and they were here first and they were part of the original 13, you know, Vermont or New oh, Hampshire or one of those yeah. or Massachusetts. Uh, I mean, I, uh, that's my vote is Texas. That's because I experienced it by living there, so I'm 
like, wow, what, what's going on here? Why do we automatically all think that we're better than everyone? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is it, oh, it's a thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, and then I kind of, um, it's like a lot of pride for the state. And I will admit when I moved here to Minnesota, I could see some... Similarities? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, it's kind of like living in Texas. People well, really are proud. That's so, fine. I say there's a reason to be proud to live here, though. Texas, I'm not so sure. There, I admit, because everything I do is based on music, there are more songs from Texas musicians about how great Texas is yeah. than there is any other of state. Course. Country <laughs> songs, rock songs, you name it. Mm-hmm. More. Many We're, more. Worse than Sweet Home Chicago? Sweet Home oh, there's, Chicago. I, I could give you a no, list of 15 right now yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah. What, what state is the most racist state in the country? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. You got to look at uh, the states in the you know 50s and 60s that were hanging people like Alabama. And yeah, Alabama. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking Alabama. I was thinking Mississippi, Alabama. That's... Yeah. We got the Nina Simone song, Goddamn Mississippi. That's what that was about. We got Neil Young with Alabama. That's what that was about. And that was answered by, uh, what's their name? Skinner. Yeah, Skinner. And it turns out the guys in Skinner and Neil Young became fast friends, right? Very good friends, yeah. Yeah, and isn't there a difference? Uh, there's a difference between southern Alabama and northern Alabama. Is that true? One, Yeah, yeah one's further north. <laughs> Dang it, Don! Dang it, Don! I was going to make the same joke. <laughs> yeah, one's yeah. north one and has one's a coast southern, and the other one doesn't. <laughs> oh, God. What should Iowa? Let me look up Iowa. Um, oh, the Hawkeye State. If it were up to me, uh, Iowa would be the uh, <sighs> state. Oh, <laughs> it's, boy, Kenny! It's the roadkill state. Iowa and Wisconsin have the most roadkill I have ever seen on the road. All it's everywhere, especially when the weather's warmer. Well, I I did see hundreds. I talked about Arkansas earlier. Hundreds of armadillos dead on the road yeah. now in Texas and Arkansas. What about possums? You can never trust a possum laying there dead because <laughs> you'll pick him up, and the next thing you know, he'll bite your balls. It's off. like I'm playing possum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Don, when when you moved to Minnesota, did you find the the Minnesota nice thing to be complete and total BS? Well, I didn't really understand what it meant. I just thought, oh, people are nice in Minnesota. Yeah, no. But it means passive aggressiveness. Yeah. It it Uh, means we're nice to your face. I feel like there's so much passivity. Like, for instance, in the grocery store, when someone's blocking the whole aisle, there's nothing wrong. Like, literally, it's backed up like a road. Like, people are just waiting. And there's people that are so unaware they're taking up the whole aisle. It's like, look around. Be more aware. I have no problem with going past that person and going, oh, excuse me, what's wrong with that? People will stand there and wait and just go with their carts and they're like, oh, boy. This person, like they don't say excuse me. There's nothing wrong with that. I did it the other day at Kowalski's. We were trying to come through an aisle, and we didn't even have a cart. We're just walking. This guy's perusing the oatmeal or whatever, some old geezer, and we just walked in front, like because he was standing back, and like there were a lot of people waiting. We just said excuse me and walked in front of him, and he threw his hands up in the air, like we had. Like, assaulted him. He wasn't even grabbing for anything. He was just standing there. We're like, wow, okay. Jeez, sorry, I didn't know you own this aisle. We're just trying to pass through. Okay, McLean, answer me this. 
you're in one of four vehicles that just pulled up at a four-way stop and you stopped all at the exact same time. <laughs> and now the four of you are sitting there looking at each other. What does McLean do? I go. You're the first one? I do. Let's get yeah. this going here. I'm yeah. helping you, okay? Yeah. I used to be the opposite living in Minneapolis, and then one day I just snapped because there's nothing that pisses me off more is that when somebody stops before you... And they wave you, you on. And they wave you through. There were times when I would put my truck in park and I would put my arms across <laughs> my chest Good. and I would shake my head no just to make those jackasses go. And finally, and nobody ever, ever got the message. And finally, so now I'm the complete opposite. Um, I go right away. And, yeah, I, do, and, I do too. And I always give a wave, like, thank you, you know, whatever. Can no, I? I, I don't. I give them this look. Pull the glasses down. Look over the it's top. Always, it's like we're in a head. war zone. Every time we drive, there's so much anger. Can yeah. I be yeah. a, a, a gubernatorial platform past Don? <sighs> I, I think, Don, I think you can get behind this. If you're a, we need to set up shopping times at retail and grocery store. <laughs> yes. If you're above 70, you can only go in these hour windows. Mm -hmm. And if you have kids below 13, they can only be in the stores at these hour Same windows. Same for movie theaters. Nothing drives me more crazy at a Costco or Target run than the olds and the kids. Yeah. yeah. If you're what? between 18 and 50, you're the only ones that are allowed to shop at the store when I'm there. Oh, my gosh. He's going to cut oh, we'll it go off at 50. No, 70. We'll See, I don't want to. I'll go with the 70-year-olds, please. What the hell happens to the old women in Fleet Farm when they walk in the door and they just completely stop thinking? They're the only person on the planet. Yeah. And they do that all the time. All the time. They're blocking the aisle is what you mean. Yeah. And, and I'll say, and going excuse, super slow. Yeah. And I'll say, excuse me. And I get no reaction. It's like they're in some other world. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're just the products are just, you know, all the options there. I'm glad Ross brought up Costco because if you go to Costco when they have the free food, you know, the oh, you can grab a taste. Grandma didn't eat for the day. She goes in to eat. Yeah, and she'll set her cart. I mean, these are big aisles at Costco, right? But they set their cart sideways over here, and then they go over here to the food and stand in the way. So you can't get through on either side. You oh have to God. grab and their cart and And it's just a and little go, sample. Grr. It's like you're not yeah. going to buy these pickles. Oh, they should say, you, you can have this sample... If you buy the product. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would fly. I've, you know what? I've never been to a Costco. I would fly into a rage and I would put oh. my, my forearm on the table with all the free samples and I would just clear it all off. Oh, my God. Go and he goes I, to Costco one time in his life know, and he's kicked out. Get out of the way, you old F. <laughs> I, I know oh we've talked about it on this podcast, but I wish we could plug into like my blood pressure going to Costco, <laughs> at Costco, and leaving Costco, because I am so GD excited to go to Costco because I love it. But the moment I park and walk in the door, my anxiety goes through the you roof, and it. everybody makes me angry. The one you good should. thing about And then Costco. I leave, and I'm giddy about everything that I have. Oh, my God. <laughs> you should have a spouse that works at a Costco. Yeah. Get, that's where you need to date, okay. Costco. Okay. Yeah. Um, they have a they have a meal deal there that I think you'd be interested in. Ken. Yes, you get for a dollar fifty. You get a huge hot dog and a mm -hmm. drink. Yeah, really, dollar fifty. You can get yeah. a slice of. Sorry, I won't say it. You can have a slice of pizza. Thanks for not saying pie. A hot dog and a pop for three dollars and eighty two cents, Kenny. But 
Then, then do you just have to walk around and eat it like well, they have some tables. sort of they have, they have tables. They also have yeah. ice cream for like a dollar. And you can get that stuff without being a member. That's yes. the other exit. You can just walk I, right I, in. I have to admit, that kind of makes me mad. Okay. I, I, sure I, I don't. <laughs> Everything why, makes you bad. Yeah. Why would you <laughs> why would you do that? Because it's so, you feel like you're really, I mean, eating for free almost. It's but great. It's I a pretty good hot dog, too. Yeah, everybody loves it. Yeah, it is. So that's just part of the plan. You walk into Costco with a list, and one of it is to get a really big wiener. Yeah. And then slurp on that in an aisle somewhere. (laughs) Slurp on a wiener? (laughs) (laughs) Well, then. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot you don't like descriptors like that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, Any and- descriptive words about food, I'm really, it's, it's not great. And then you add wiener to it yes. slurp. That's tough. Oh. Yeah, if it just can be used for eating, I don't like it. It makes me embarrassed. My face gets red. It's like we're talking about, I don't know, like topped or, oh, drizzle. Oh. Why does Snoop Dogg carry an umbrella, Don? Are you going to give me a joke? What? What is with this guy today? What? <laughs> Why is he yeah. carrying an umbrella? For drizzle. Oh, oh, oh Ross. Careful man. with the Snoop yeah. joke. Somebody yeah. just got fired for one of those. That's right. Can yep. you believe that? Yeah, did I you can't know believe that? it. I, what was the joke? Did you, no. did you know ahead of time? We can't. No, somebody, no we can say it because we weather. said it on GL Podcast. And if it gets me fired, person, yeah. let me woman. just, I'll say it. So if anybody gets in trouble, it's me. Um, for shizzle my nizzle. Yeah, there. I don't think there's a white person on the planet that knows what that means. And I, I, I love Snoop before he was a solo artist. I've loved Snoop forever. Of course, yeah. And that stupid Doggy Pound album of his, I've worn out three of them. Absolutely. Know all the lyrics for all his songs. Had no idea that nizzle was a euphemism for the N word. No, I didn't either. Idea. Not until that lady got fired. Yep. I don't think she should be fired. And I don't want to do politics here, but that's just not fair. We we can't help it. We're dumb crackers. Yeah. We just don't know that stuff. Yeah. I don't think it was intentional. Like she didn't No, I, of course no, it was. She had no I idea. Mean, yeah. Whenever yeah. When you so, see the clip, you're like, oh anyway, um if somebody wants to protest, my name is Kenny Olson. I work for <laughs> Hubbard Broadcasting. I'd be more than happy to walk away. Um, but back to Costco. <laughs> he really wants to he's, begging, he's begging for somebody to complain. Yeah. Um, back to Costco. So can you walk out of Costco with just one pack of wieners or do you have to buy a hundred pack? Oh. Well, the pack is big. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably 18 would be the. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of bulk things, but like if you there are a lot of things that are like, all right, I use this all the time, like those flatbreads that are it's like a bun, but it's just like very flat. We eat yeah. a lot of those. For sandwiches, and like so we get or something. No, it's just like basically, if you think of a hamburger bun, it's like most of the bread is cut out of it. Oh, it's it's just like flat bread, flat buns. <laughs> what are they oh. called, guys? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we we buy those and we freeze, you know. Oh, so three they or four packs. They don't go bad then. Nah, nah. Because all I can think of is stuff like toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning mm-hmm. stuff that you're going to need till the end of time. Sure, I'll buy a hundred rolls. They have you know? a huge deli though, too. They have a great meat yeah. section, and, and mm-hmm. like if you just want to pick up some stuff that you can put on the grill, so you don't have to walk out of there with like a hundred pounds no. of salad. No, no, no. no. 
And by the way, what's the deal with the salad in the bag that you get at home, and as soon as you get at it home, it's all rusty? Why? Anyway, why? That's just why? a sidebar. Why does that happen? Thank you. I, I don't know, but that really... That's and you look really, at the date, and you're like, all right, this is good for five days, but you're yeah, like, no, no, it isn't. Five minutes. But it's, it's liquid already. Yeah, it's, yeah. so nasty. Yeah. And is it true you can go to Costco and like get snow blowers and oh, car yeah. parts and furniture parachutes tires all sorts of tires yeah. Yeah. so they're kind of like a fleet farm kind yes. of or a walmart yeah yeah just and what's it cost stuff. what's it cost a year to join what is it 50 bucks 100 oh yeah i think 100 for the uh, the big one yeah. 50 for the normal one yeah and the normal one, what I do, Kenny, and I do believe this pays for itself, the Costco gas is always 20 to 40 yes. cents cheaper. Oh, that's right. Oh, so yeah. so it always, I know it covers my membership. Wait a minute, though. I thought, John, I thought you told me you don't have to be a member. You don't have to be a member. Uh, what you can do is you can, the person wandering around in the gas station, like I did for a couple of years, for a year, you say, hey, I forgot my card at home, and they'll get you into the gas tank. Ask him. <laughs> ask him, Don. Ask him. I saw okay. your eyes. Uh, hey, John, were you yeah. wandering around for an entire year? I worked that... for a year at Costco. Oh, you did? When we got canned from okay. the radio station, I was doing the podcast two days a week because that's all they wanted me to do it, and then I went and worked part-time at the gas station. But time, time oh, out, wow, John. that's fun. That, that is so fun. But that's no, not actually not. something that they want people to do. They'll just do it for you, right? So uh, you're, you're it, saying it makes, you found a back door to get the cheap gas. Well, no, I am a member. I, my wife is a, an employee there for 20 years almost, so oh we get gosh. an automatic membership. However... What's your the, discount? It, it annoys... We don't get a discount. We get a free membership. Oh. But the... Uh, oh. the the gas thing drives us, if you're working, it drives you crazy. If you're an employee, you will be very disgusted and, and make as many snide comments as you can at that person if they say, I forgot my card. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it, that's that's what we all did anyway. Is it hard to set them up without their card? Or is it just you're annoyed no, by you, them? You, we carry a card with us. Yeah. We stick it in there and off they go. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and that's I don't think that's authorized by Costco, but I'm not employed there anymore. What do I care? Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, but your wife is. Yeah, For she, now. She'll be, she'll be fine. <laughs> and she's the main bread earner. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty mm. much. Mm. She'll be fine. Maybe we should not release this podcast. Uh, we've no, both, be now fine. both John and I have said some things they'll, that could get us in trouble. There'll be some post-editing. I'll be honest about that. I can't believe that. I was uh, Don, you, you quick, say something that could get you fired. Do it right now. Yeah. Candy wants us all fired. <sighs> I, I'm just so conditioned to not do bad things. Say a bad word. Um, shit. Thank you. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> it's very natural. <laughs> Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts. Just one more thing. Don. Yeah. What was that podcast you were on? Oh, it's called the Second Best Podcast. And it, they uh, it's uh, some Krabby Coffee Shop listeners, or at least one of them. Uh, it's Tim and Andy. And uh, it's called Second Best Podcast. They had, had me on to talk about paranormal stuff. So just want to give them a shout out. How much do they get paid and do they have more listeners than us? Oh, no, they don't. I don't think they get paid. Um, they're just doing it for fun right now. They'd like to. So okay. give them a listen. 
One more time, they're called... Second Best Podcast. By Tim. Tim and Andy. And Andy. Andy was his realtor. That's how they met. He sold cool. them a house that was... Somebody had been murdered there. So All right. that's how they cool. met. <laughs> Look for that um, wherever, wherever you find. Wherever you get your podcasts. Right. All right. Now we're done.